March the 7th, 2023, Exodus, chapter 13, free, now what? Glory, hallelujah, thank you this morning for your word, Father God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ, and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just, with all things being relational. And indeed, it's Tuesday morning. I remember now on yesterday, I said it was the 12th. (laughs) I remember, but thank you guys. Thank you for blessing me and, and knowing that indeed, I am still a spiritual being having an earthly experience. So thank you for your grace when I do make those mistakes. But God is truly good. Today is the 7th, it's Tuesday. It's a great day to be here with you, knowing that on later tonight, myself and some of my brothers will be breaking bread one with another in prayer. We're having a a prayer service actually tonight at our local church, and, and that's a blessing in and of itself to be in prayer corporately, knowing that the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much, but when one get together with two and two get together with three. Oh, hallelujah. We know that one will chase a thousand and and two will put 10,000 to flight. So imagine when the Lord hears the cry of his people united as one, whereas 20 and 30 and 40 of us, God is truly blessed. So we thank you. We thank you for your, for your prayers, covered your prayers each and every day, each and every, each and every time that we, we go out for each each other even as we go out the doors and we and we do battle with the enemy we know that we battle and we wrestle not with flesh and blood right but with with principalities and and rulers of the dark air and the dark age and and we know that each and every day that when we go into the world that we are commencing in the battle and and there are times that the prayers that are going up before the lord it's what's keeping us and directing us. And speaking of prayers, I wanted to remind you guys, or let you guys know what I scored on the test that was ooh, 170 out of 200, which is pretty good, really good. I should I thank the Lord. Thank you guys for your prayers. It's coming up on the end of um, next or this week, actually. On Friday will be the last of, of this half of the semester. And... We get a seven-week, a seven-day, seven-week, ooh, that would be nice, right? Maybe not. We get a seven-day reprieve, and then back on the 17th, we're back at um, enjoying the Lord and, and being learned. And, and, and I'm in the 300s right now in, the, in, the, in my college courses, so they're getting really intense and, and really um, challenging. So keep me in your prayers, family. But... But let us get into his word. I'm so excited. Exodus chapter 13. God has entitled this particular episode, Free, Now What? And it's our prayer, family, that you are blessed on today, that you are encouraged, inspired to be and do all God has created you to do. We're continuing with the children of Israel now that they have left the land of Egypt. Free, Now What? Chapter 13, Exodus. The Lord said to Moses, Consecrate to me all the firstborn, whatever is the first to open the womb among the people of Israel, both of man 
and of beast is mine. Then Moses said to the people, Remember this day in which you came out from Egypt, out of the house of slavery. For by a strong hand the Lord brought you out from this place. No leavened bread shall be eaten. Today in the month of Abib you are going out. And when the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, which he swore to your fathers to give to you, a land flowing with milk and honey, you shall keep this service in this month. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day there shall be a feast to the Lord. Unleavened bread shall be eaten for seven days. No leavened bread shall be seen with you, and no leaven shall be seen with you in all your territory. You shall tell your son on that day, It is because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. And I shall be to you as a sign on your hand, and as a memorial between your eyes, that the law of the Lord may be in your mouth. For with a strong hand the Lord has brought you out of Egypt. You shall therefore keep this statue at its appointed time from year to year. When the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, as he swore to you and your fathers, and shall give it to you, you shall set apart to the Lord all the firstborn or the first opens of the womb. All the firstborn of your animals that are males shall be the Lord's. Every firstborn of a donkey you shall redeem with a lamb. Or if you will not redeem it, you shall break its neck. Every firstborn of man among your sons you shall redeem. And when in time to come your son asks you, What does this mean? You shall say to him, By a strong hand the Lord brought us up out of Egypt from the house of slavery. For when Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of man and the firstborn of animals. Therefore I sacrificed to the Lord all the males that first opened the womb, but all the firstborn of my sons I redeem. It shall be as a mark on your hand, or your frontlets between your eyes, for by a strong hand the Lord brought us up out of Egypt. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not leave them by way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. But God led the people around by the way of the wilderness toward the Red Sea. And the people of Israel went up out of the land of Egypt equipped for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the sons of Israel solemnly swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones with you from here. And they moved on from Sukkoth, and encamped at Etham, on the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them along the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, that they might travel by day and by night. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night did not depart from before the people. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for your word. Free, now what? Glory, hallelujah. What a wonderful depiction of, of God's hand in our life. 
you know, I think as, as my wonderful history teacher would say, history it is, but it is not just his story. It is my story and your story as well. Where can you see yourself or, or your life's experience in any of the narrative books of the Old Testament? You know, I'm looking at Genesis and, and now at Exodus. And I have seen how God is with his people faithfully. However, that view is from the reader's perspective. When I place myself in the storyline, I find a different perspective. I, I find at times the person in the plot may not always feel that same way that I'm feeling as I'm reading the story from the reader's perspective. Esau, for example, when, when his birthright was cheated, it was cheated from him by Jacob. And, and some of us may feel or, or have felt like Esau at some point in our lives, or, or our son or our daughter may, may be at that season in their lives that they may feel, why do I always seem to get the short end of the stick? And, and where is God for me? Why do I not seem to be getting blessed? Or perhaps Joseph, who, who was sold into slavery, falsely accused and, and imprisoned. Or the Israelites, 430 years under the hand of an oppressor, and, and they likely abandoned the promise of the land that was promised to their forefathers. They likely forgotten all about it. Yet, from our perspective, family, the, the reader's view, we, we know that God blessed them. And we, and we knew he was because some of us may have read the history before now. However, history or his story can become our story. When we are in the trench or in the thickness of, of thinking, woe, it's me. Why is this happening to me? God, where are you? Why am I not being blessed? We can look back at, at God's track record and see. We may not always know the reason or, or understand his timing, but, but he is always there. Glory, hallelujah. No matter what it looks like, he has never left us. Glory, glory, hallelujah. We are free children of God we are free now what father God we just thank you right now we just thank you for the now what because we look to you Lord father God we look to your hand for provision we know that by the blood of your son Jesus by the sacrifice that he committed for us that our now what is that now we can do all things through him, through Christ, our Lord, our Savior, who strengthens us, who gives us the ability to endure, the ability to know that by faith, the prayers and the petitions, the supplications that we've laid before you are being heard and are being accomplished. That your word is not returning to you void, but it will accomplish that which you said, that it will prosper in a thing which you have purposed. So our now what, family? Our now what, Father God, 
is that you have heard our petitions, you have heard our cry, you have heard our prayer, and deliverance is at hand, and we thank you for it. We rejoice and praise you for it. We call those things that are not as though they were, because we know that indeed your arm is not too short to bless, to heal, to deliver, to make free. And you've given us the power and authority to speak it. And by faith, we declare it. Glory, hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Glory, hallelujah. God is so good, family. He is so, so good. Think about this word. Let it marinate in your heart. That right now, God is speaking to you the now what? He's speaking to you to, to continue to go forth, to, to sow the seed that he has planted in your heart. Speak to your neighbor, your, your friends, your coworkers, your family members. Let them know the reason for the joy that is in your heart. Glory, hallelujah. Share your story, share your testimony, share your dream. Let them know that indeed there is a God here in this place right now that is watching them, that wants to hear them cry, Abba, Father. Glory, hallelujah. Be blessed on today, family. Be encouraged. And those of you, my friends, those of you who do not know this Lord, this God that we talk about, this excitement, this joy that we have, we want you to know that God is speaking to you this very moment. In the moment that you hear his voice, harden not your heart. He knocks at the door, open. Let him come in, he'll sup with you. He'll dine with you. Oh, hallelujah. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have transgressed against our God. But God said, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus and believe in your heart, that God raised them to pay the penalty, the sin. For your sin, you shall be saved. You shall walk with the family of believers. And indeed, we want to walk with you. This journey was not made to be walked alone. Call upon the name of Jesus and let us do life with you, family. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you. Glory, hallelujah.